business. This one is about business, baby. <laughs> Let me have one of these strawberries. We're in the business of fun. Mm-hmm. We're in the business of pleasure, and business is a booming. <laughs> <laughs> it actually has been booming. Their business, our business of pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we're disciplined about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting thing to be disciplined about. Yeah. The business of pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here. It's the Verrier Podcast. Trinity Infinity back at it again. Yeah. Summer 2022. Cancer New Moon. That's what it is? Our fave sign. Oh, oh yeah. Seven degrees Cancer. Nice. Yeah, an Arctic tundra under a setting sun. I think the Sabian symbol is two fairies dancing under the moonlight. And then the Omega symbol is salt statues and beliefs carved deep into a mine. Mm. Wow. So. Damn, good shit. If any of that sinks up. <laughs> <laughs> Makes yeah. you want to be out late at night dancing yeah and we're gonna rework the sabian symbol and say it's three fairies we're updating it the symbols get updated you know oh yeah they have just like channeled knowledge so we're channeling that it's better with three when that woman pulled down (laughs) the sabian symbols she didn't know about throuples and that kind of stuff yet not yet not yet (laughs) (laughs) we gotta pull down some (laughs) new symbols (laughs) um speaking of which mayor is doing readings now This this is a very special offering i feel like a specialist. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's starting to, like, people can get what we're kind of tapped into all the time now. You know, <laughs> being around you, how you're just, uh, you're a channel. And you have uh, astrology in your back pocket. So it's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. I already have a few on the schedule, and I'd love to get more people on. Um there are three types of readings that I'm doing. You can do like a short 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour long, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> um, and I try and get people to be specific with questions, but I'm obviously here for anything and all. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. I've been in such a hermit mode phase, so it's really exciting to me to think about getting out during this uh, post-Gemini season. Venus is still in Gemini, so the conversation bugs a booming. Mm. You know? That's a very useful offering because i feel like people could be like how do uh how is my like saturn return i think is a big question that comes up and that and people could you could by looking at someone's chart you could see maybe some areas that's more significant for them or yeah we can talk about transits that are going on with you we can talk about timing if you want to try and time something we can do a little bit of electional astrology with your chart too mm. there's lots of things we can do you could just ask me questions about yourself about your lover Oh, <laughs> your charts I'll be, your, I'll be your private investigator in the cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have beef with your brother. Maybe you want to make a business decision. Um, yeah, just a, I'm just acting as the moon. I'm just a reflective sounding board. Mm. Cool. Um, yeah, and it feels cool to announce it on this Cancer New Moon, being a Cancer Moon myself. And yeah. all this nice energy that's uh, coming from Aries squaring the moon, which is bringing in some fire with the water. I feel very excited about lots of different things right now. Yeah. 2025 is looking up. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. (laughs) 
Yeah. I, I will and say, I, as somebody who hadn't, like, I, I got my first reading in um, 2019 from a friend of ours, and I kind of went into it, like, a little, like, skeptical. And I came out of it with, like, literally, this has been the blueprint of my <laughs> life <laughs> since. And then and then we meet you, and you just, like, fill in all the little nuance gaps and stuff that you can't do. Like, my first reading was a three-hour phone call. Yeah. And it was, it, it felt like five minutes. And yeah. And it flew by. Yeah. And I was left wanting a little more, which you've come in and provided a lot more context for. And, um, yeah, I went from somebody who didn't even consider any of this stuff to now it's just, it's helped my life so much. It makes me have compassion in a weird way. Yeah, I think it can make you have compassion for yourself and the people around you and understand the temporary nature of the different shapes of time Mm -hmm. and that it is always revolving and changing and the days do feel different and they will feel different. Yeah. And uh, I take it more on a traditional astrological route where I acknowledge your chart is talking about people around you and things coming into your life and not just an in-depth psychological report on what's going on with you, which was kind of how modern psychology took its turn after Carl Jung and stuff and his influence over the collective. Um, So that's why it opens up to being able to talk about your relationships and stuff, which can be really fun. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes, it trips me out when it's like, oh, you can look into someone's chart and be like, oh, you have a hard relationship with your mother or whatever, you know. Definitely, yeah, the mother, definitely the parental relationships, which go into romantic relationships are all there and mm. yeah there's a lot you can see <laughs> yeah a terrifying amount that you can it, see it, really yeah, exactly <laughs> and not only that like you keep your channels open like you are i feel like even if you didn't have astrology you would be going towards this thing anyway i feel like you read people you you know i i don't know it's evidence i mean you're a musician and, and an artist and everything but like you're a sen- you're very sensitive to other people and their stories and i think you get downloads that are uh, extremely useful so i listen to you so that's why i think it's just such a sweet offering yeah you know? yeah it's it's really helped me in my life through some difficult times and astrologers that i've known and come across have been mm. real gifts so it's an honor to be able to a sounding board sometimes for people hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> so book mare at mare.com yeah we'll put, the, <laughs> we'll put the i wish it was mare.com i'm not there yet <laughs> we'll put the link in the description box below okay cool and then mare the artist is my name on soundcloud too and i have some music out now Ooh. it's very exciting yeah 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 for your listening it's all pleasure. like unproduced and unmastered but it's fun. I love getting it out there. It's been such a release on an emotional, spiritual, psycho level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and it just gets more and more exciting as I do it. And I do want to acknowledge, too, as I'm over here, like, beaming with all of my sparkles, that there is a lot of heavy energy going on. Everybody that I know is trudging through a lot of mud. And mm-hmm. I do want to acknowledge the collective and the darkness that I'm able to tap into at every moment, too. Yeah. Um, not saying this summer is, like, easy peasy lemon squeezy, because it's not. But I think this new moon does bring in a lot of hope. And I think we got to ride that and siphon that as much as we can these days. You got to suck it up. You got to roll around in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to get fucking drenched in hope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking totally saturated. Soaked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And you guys are... um, getting nice and situated in your summer under the sun situation here which is cool 
Finally got the roses in a pot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think we kicked it off really well last week with um, our new exploration. 2CB. Yeah, what would you guys think about that? Ooh, man, I forgot for a second. Wow. That's really why we're still buzzing, too. Yeah. No, it does feel like... Um, and, man, I hope it's not, you know, just the honeymoon period with a new thing. But it feels like it pops me into a new dimension. It really does. Like, uh, just a, a quality that I I think can stick with me if I'm disciplined about it. If I do the things I know I need to do for myself, I think I can retain that quality of seeing things. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's always scary and a lot of fun to try something for the first time. Oh, man. We were in my apartment in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Oh, my God. So they finally came down to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Stay the night. <laughs> uh, um, and it was really fun. Oh, my God. It was the best. Yeah. Because, you, you know, I have I have been, like, I miss the city, of course. I love the city. I You know, it's the most incredible place in the world. And the energy you tap into, the adventure. Just pulling up on your block. Crack Central. Oh, man, the Devil's Corner. I think there's going to be a fucking mare mini dog from the Devil's Corner about what's going on down there. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I just keep spinning around this, like, why do people use the substances that they use? And it's like, there's always this external context which places everybody in a, basically a role of innocence and a role of just, like, being able to deal with the oppressive matrix that you're kind of in. And mm. Anyways, the you, Devil's Corner has a lot going on that's very, um, con like, Con like confrontational, I guess, and it yeah. seems like the density of the human experience, and it's kind of like all saturated right there. And you can look at it, and you can look at suffering very obviously, but also like people that are so in the middle of everything, but on the outskirts of everything at the same time yeah. too, mentally, you know what I mean? And yeah. I've really like been able to detach. And I think that's also like never endingly fascinating. Mm -hmm. That's obviously what, you know, Wooks is yeah. so much about too, but. But yeah. that, but you're, you're right. You live like if you were to take one little two block slice of anywhere in America to be a microcosm for it, your, your block might be the place. Yeah. It's, it's a wild, <laughs> it's a wild Cause place. It, I mean, you have every, it's the, the diversity of ages and races mm -hmm. yep. and gendered identities and, uh, yeah. uh, where people are at with their consciousness. Some, yeah. you, you literally see like people like having their nice little brunch and right next to them is a person shooting up, like a person yep. going completely out of their body and out of their mind. And yeah. like, it's crazy. So needless to say, it's just a little bit of the context <laughs> of like Cass and I coming down to visit Mare. <laughs> We yeah, have this it's not new so drug. Comfortable or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we we have a new drug, which is weird because like I haven't had this feeling in a long time, but as soon as we got it, I was like, I want to do this. Like uh, normally when we get a new drug, I'm like, let's put that on the shelf and see how it resonates with me for a while. Yeah. This was like, I was like, okay, I want to do this and I'm ready to do this now. And Mare kind of, you're always down. I don't, and it wasn't even really a question, you know, you yeah. were like, yeah, I, I want to do it, it too. <laughs> and then we were like, Cass, is tonight the night? Should we just <laughs> do this? And Cass is like, yeah, but she like looks at her watch. Like, if tonight's the night, like now's the time. Yeah, because we were on an empty stomach, which is. Yeah, that is part of why that trip was so wild. I didn't. I only ate a piece of toast, us and too. then we went on like a hour and a half long <laughs> walk. <laughs> 
you know, had a crazy time in the apartment. And we did our classic tradition of uh, oh, 10 times the dose that we were supposed to have for a new drug. That happens every time we try a new drug. Especially ones that, like, require such a little amount. Yeah, where I if like you go, like, by the milligram, you fuck yourself up. Yeah. No, I dosed it out, and I was like, I don't know about this. This might be a lot, or wait, maybe this isn't enough. And, yeah, it took a second. Yeah. When you're doing a new drug, you really got to, it's like, you know, measure twice, cut once. You know, it's kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah, the yeah. guy said there were 40 doses the one he gave us, and Cass was like, I think uh, there are four. She's like, I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> like, only four doses, wow. and we're like, all right, this is fucked up. <laughs> and we've done this on other drugs before, too. I love uh, that DCK. I questioned him before yeah. I questioned myself. I'm DCK. Like, we did the same thing with DCK, and it wasn't even you. It was Wes. Yeah, it was time. Wes. It's, it's the spirit of the action. Yeah, yeah, Whoever exactly. is going to be the fool <laughs> to weigh out the next thing is going to also be under that, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, so, you know, and, and I can't help at least this time, but bring a little bit of that energy into the trip, you know, because we're like, oh yeah, you're like, cause, cause you were also like the pills are different every time. And you know, yeah, this Cass is a drug is where they're like a milligram will change your experience. Cass is like, could be 22, could be 25. <laughs> Could be tripping your fucking balls off. Could yeah. not be able to leave the apartment. Could yeah. be fine. 25 milligrams for this Which, drug is the high end. Yeah. It's yeah. your, yeah, your high end. You're, I'd you're say that's hard. close to like three taps of acid. Yeah. Yeah. 25 milligrams. Yeah. And which, which it's, a, it, try weighing 25 milligrams of something. <laughs> it, it, it looks like nothing. It, it yeah, literally it, looks like nothing. It's a non-amount. Yeah. Um, and it is comparable to acid. If somebody to ask me, if someone were to ask me what's the most comparable thing, it seems like acid. acid's the most comparable thing. It's got a little bit of a, I guess, a molly nature to it because it seems like the body high is more present maybe than acid. But some, you know, I've had different experiences on acid where I've had really body highs and I've had very head highs. So yeah. I don't know what that's about. If that's like astrological or the acid or where I was at. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a fun one. The visuals, which were way stronger than I thought they would be. Cause I don't get that many visuals, um, anymore when I trip where basically the whole time things would like expand and contract and the flashing mm. lights of colors. And it was pretty magical. Yeah. Like, uh, exploring the city and walking around. I think we just timed it all perfectly. And I like, my biggest thing is like, can I sleep? And I saw some people write that they don't sleep for like 10 hours after they take it. And so I was a little spooked cause we took it at like. 6 30 or something <laughs> and but i've slept great slept fine i think yeah pretty tired the next day though I, w I won't lie but it wasn't like compared to mdma which can have a little bit more of um a reacclimation period yeah. a few days later i feel like this has been relatively gentle mm -hmm. that said i i do think this isn't one really to do more than once a month from friends i have who have said that they like abused it in their younger years and I think anything like weekly or is like a little excessive, especially when it comes to certain psychedelics or research chemicals or whatever. That's it is. too sacred to do weekly. I feel like, right? Well, I just think if you're a psycho, not you're a seeker of a certain experience and high, and you're gonna dull it if you do it that frequently. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even gonna try and be righteous about it, but I think yeah, it's like you want you want to go, you want to talk to God, right? So. You can't phone him every weekend. <laughs> He's kind of a stingy motherfucker. He's like only once. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the uh, uh, we t we took it and like so like Casa took time to weigh it out. We finally fucking got it weighed out. We take we take it and I then think. like it takes an hour and a half to hit you. Like by hour three, I was still 
feeling like I was getting higher too, which is kind of the same experience as DCK. And I don't know if that's same just like thing. new drug kind of a territory, but yeah, where you're like, how much higher can I get? This is <laughs> this crazy. Is insane. But we laid there for like an hour and a half when we first took it. And that yeah. was probably the most treacherous part of it. Like just all up. of us. Yeah. The come up. We're all in our own world. And in addition to just it being a come up, which is like, can be tough. Um, you're like, did we poison ourselves? Are we okay? <laughs> Is my heart beating? Am, Am I going to be the first person to die on this drug? Yeah, who's... Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember thinking, my parents are going to be so mad that I fucking died like this. this Wait, like, you were that scared? For a second, yeah. <laughs> I really was. I didn't want to talk about it that night. You got to surrender. Like, Sometimes, like, yeah, it's just part of the new drug experience. It. You just got to be like, all right, well, like, whatever like, happens what did we just do? Happen, I'm sitting know? there like, what did we just do? I felt do? him go through that mentally, oh, too, no. when he started to go through it. I'm like, damn, we all three of us took the same amount at the same time. <laughs> no one else is with us. No one else knows we're doing this. Is that a professional move? I don't know. I, I don't know. It just felt like, it just felt like, fuck, man. I hope this is what it says it is. Yeah. And then an hour and a half later, you're just like, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Could I have killed us if I had done the 10 times dose? I don't Probably. think anyone has died from this, but I think I we think might have killed each other. That much. I don't think anyone's ever tried that much. <laughs> for real. Like, the, I'm reading trip reports of, like, someone tried 40 milligrams once, and it, you know, and it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I cannot stop thinking about Toad. Yeah, that's what, that's all we talked about for the first fucking, that's, that's the other thing. I, I had the Toad in me, because we're talking about Toad, and Mare's asking all these very inquisitive questions about Toad all of a sudden. And I really like, want to do it. Yeah, I think it's calling you. I know. I think... Uh, I saw a toad at Cass's just when we were last there. Yeah. A big old toad, too. Yeah. I said it's time for me to kiss the frog. Yeah. I need to meet my Prince Charming in the sky. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this I'm, was... I, I don't know. But th- that's the thing with toad. It's like it's. I can get through 15 minutes of anything. Totally. 20 minutes of anything. Totally. This is a crazier thing where it's yeah, like, hours. I'm in this shit yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was like, it's like acid, but not as heady. Like I, it wasn't, it wasn't as ex- existential. It was more just kind of like buzzy and beautiful and colorful and like euphoric, but I didn't feel like, I mean, it was a little heady, but not yeah. as heady as acid is obviously. Yeah. And it was like loving and things felt good, but maybe not as much as like it wasn't as loving as molly so it's like somewhere in between those two in a way that's like gentle and conducive to like a really really fun night yeah if you give yourself space for the come up i think which we always do yeah i mean i'm learning yeah you gotta always do that you gotta give yourself myself you gotta give yourself yourself. i'm going to go through a period of shaking and my eyes watering profusely and and the optics of it aren't great but you're fine oh i'm fine yeah yeah same here. My it's optics like, aren't I shouldn't great. be in public. I'll be in a fetal position <laughs> I was for like an the, hour. I was like the other side of the apartment and you guys were like, Cass? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just absorbed oh, into you, the bed. Yeah. yeah. I don't worry about you for some reason. Own. You know. Uh, well, if I gave you, you something to worry about, I'd probably be a little more loud with my needs. Your earth dragon energy translates well into like Cass like handles come ups. You know what I mean? I'm a little more thrashed all over the place by them. But then once I find... Once I find the rhythm of that ocean, how to surf those waves, I feel like I'm one of the most fun people to trip with. Definitely. For the first few hours, though, 
just leave me alone. It does feel like surfing though. Cause I can't, like, I was like, I can't, I'm like, how am I, I'm having a hard time catching my breath. You know yeah. what I mean? I know that the point is to catch my breath, but like, what, where is it? I'm like, I can't find it. <laughs> so, you know, I like right I can't, there with you, I'm yeah. breathing, but I'm not catching my breath. You know what I mean? Like my breath and the wave is like a little. A new drug is so wild now that I think about it. I'm like now that I'm thinking about it even more, it's like, it's crazy that we introduced this new thing to our system and we don't freak out. Like how, how did we not freak out? Like you're like, yeah on the roller coaster clicking up clicking like oh god damn that's how you know your body has its own like emotional system too because like during that come up i was not i didn't go through the mental like oh shit i think because you went through it i was like you're holding that somebody i don't need to (laughs) but it's with my body is always this like period where it just feels like a lot more energy is asking you to be channeled Mm -hmm. and it's such a body thing of like just tremors and yeah yeah um yeah. Yeah. You and you had that a little bit this time. Yeah. Yeah. I. I like. I. I told you afterwards. There was a moment when I looked at you and I was like, "Oh, we're about to lose Mary. She's about to get in the shower now." Drug like, shower. Drug shower. Like. That's could, when you know I'm in it. Yeah. It could be. You, I know you're fine, but yeah, that's how you know you're in it. In yeah. You'll underwater. just be sitting on the floor in the yeah. shower. I've been in it with you in that sense. I had one of my favorite K holes ever in a, some <laughs> fucking weird Hampton Inn <laughs> shower, shower, sitting yeah. on the f- floor with you in the shower <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> what a life! Yeah, but you didn't do it. You didn't do it. You hung in there, and then um, mm. I think uh, suggestion number two of this drug, besides like have the space to have the come up, is have the space to have sex, because that's what it seems like this drug's made for. Things you know? feel really good. I've never really experienced anything like it. We've tried a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah, I would say it has aphrodisiac qualities and then enhanced sensual reactivity would probably be fair to say. It's very scientific take. Yeah, very scientific. <laughs> 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 Trying to keep it PG or something. <laughs> yeah. Sex is awesome, especially on this drug. <laughs> that's, that's the word. I would take it as far to say as I think it could heal your sex. If you're, oh, um, yeah. if there's blockages going on, I feel that this much more reliably than anything else I've taken yeah, could heal your sex. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like incredibly intimate. So <coughs> not just go like, have sex with whoever. Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah. yeah everybody has their own set of boundaries. Mm. I think, I, yeah, it'd be hard for me to go that deep with a stranger. So, yeah seems like great for couples like incredible take mm-hmm. you to way deeper tantric places yeah couples and thruples different dimensions thruples love it thruples love it yeah 2cb <laughs> otherwise known as nexus yeah nexus i love that we're this far into tripping and we're still doing new drugs it's well, pretty sick 2cb has been on the radar for a while have you ever thought about taking it before have you heard about that yeah i thought about okay. it but i uh I knew it'd come along like the rest of them do. Yeah. It's a, it's so sketch finding these things. White yeah. powder? Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, here's another white powder I'm about to take. Yeah. I do want to try snorting it one time. Really? Oh. Have you read that that's even a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Hurts a lot. Kind of like snorting Molly. Oh, um, Jesus. But it cuts but it you to the you, chase. It hits you like right away. <laughs> what if we put in like a saline bottle? I guess mm. it'd be hard to dose your sp- your snort though. It'd be really hard. I don't know how you'd do it. What if you put a little bit in a neti pot? You'd have to you'd have to put like 
this just one dose in each thing. Yeah. 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 You know, you'd have like three spray bottles and just do a dose. I think at that what point, about just boof it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Just boof it. Just if boof if it. you're no, gonna, no not you. Uh, you're fine snorting stuff. Cass is like, I don't so know. So are other people. Yeah, no, I know. I'm fine snorting stuff. I haven't done it in a while. It's been a wh- it's been a fucking while. Maybe this this year. Hey, we had our dance with ketamine. I really kind of feel like it's wrapped up. Yeah. Well, it's diminishing returns. Yeah. That's the thing. And uh It's ex- like it's if you don't get as high as you did at once, I'm not someone who's going to chase that high. I'm just going to be like, oh, I guess you're not there anymore. I'm not going to spend like hundreds of dollars to get to where I was the first time." Mhm. Yeah. Personally. I guess every drug has diminishing returns. I haven't felt it with Molly. Or acid. Yeah, but the Molly mm. is um, obviously because you are very disciplined about not being consistent about it. You give yourself enough time in between. Yeah. And that one needs a lot of time. Yeah, you diminish like, fast. Like yeah. Even if you did it every month, you wouldn't have the same type of experience. And acid's got to be... Because that just depends on your dose. It's not like... Right? You know what else has diminished returns for me? What? Um, like, Chilcagway. What? Um, first, you, you could get a little. The used first to time it. I did it, it was so psychedelic. Now I just like do it like it's nothing. Same with Hoppe. Like it still affects me, but like Hoppe used to like. Oof. I used to be like all up here, and maybe I just live more in a grounded reality. Mm-hmm. That since the first time I did Hoppe, but like it used to just like. Like, take me to the ground, not just physically, because it still physically takes me to the ground, but, like, psychologically. Oh, man. In a way that was, like, very unique. When I first took Hoppe, I had never snorted anything before. And this guy blows fucking a bunch of strong-ass jungle medicine up my nose. I I was never a smoker. I never even did spliffs or anything. And all of a sudden, I was being introduced to nicotine in that way. Yeah. And it was from the window to the wall. To the wall. Sweat trip down my balls. Mm. It was insane. <laughs> it was fucking insane. Yeah, and that's that was my experience with it too, because I'd never danced with tobacco before, and definitely diminishing returns on Hoppe. I don't think mushrooms have diminishing returns. I don't think acid no, does. No, probably not. We're no. gonna find out with two CB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this um, summer. Yeah. No, I feel like with the, the more drugs that I've done, that mushrooms have become crazier yeah we've had that discussion too where it takes less mushroom for me now where i used to be able to house like ridiculous amounts of mushrooms and just like go and do things and i also feel like since i have done ayahuasca when i do mushrooms it's been a while since i've done ayahuasca so i don't have that experience anymore as much with mushrooms but when i was doing ayahuasca more regularly when i would do mushrooms i would go into like a full ayahuasca visual place like where it was almost inappropriate like, yeah we'd all be taking like you know half an eighth and i'm like like this like in full uh ex- ayahuasca experience yeah so i had to be a little bit more mindful about when and where i did it yeah yeah i do feel like it's you just you're just like aligning to that conscious consciousness or whatever yeah. maybe even with hobby too like maybe we are closer to the tobacco spirit now yeah you know what i mean Oh, I, I certainly understand and respect it a lot more. I have my opinions about it. I know I've called her a jealous bitch, and I don't. I don't <laughs> mean it. Yeah, no, I know. But it, it. But doesn't it seem like? Have you ever had that feeling with nicotine before, where it's like, what the fuck does this thing want from me? Leave me be for a second. 
It's so the I respect it so much en- I don't touch it. It's the biggest mistress energy I've ever felt off you. Like Sean sneaking around and everything. I'm and like, like, oh, someone must have tobacco. I thought you were gay for a second because you were like so hot on these guys. And I was like, what is with it? And you're like, they're ro- rolling spliffs. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, our life is about to get really weird if Sean's oh and the guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were up yeah. at Cosm once and like... <laughs> Cass had this fucking weird trip that I was like coming on to these dudes. Who, they're cool guys, but like they're yeah. young bucks, you know. And I mean, they're they're not even in my league. And, uh, <laughs> Cass is like, "What the fuck is up with you?" And I was like, "They're rolling up fucking backwards, baby." <laughs> I got the fucking itch. Yeah, men really like tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some women obviously really do too. Yeah, ob- yeah, definitely. I just it's clear to me that. She's really got a hold on on men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have other grounding factors that come into play in our life, I think. Definitely. Definitely. You know what we should talk about? What? For the, for the kids' sake. For for all the kids out there listening. We're talking about all these wild drugs and shit. Why we even do this, you know? I'll take it higher level. I think I think we could, you know, if we want. If you're not inspired to. No, I always... No, it's really important because, as I've said, I've been thinking this about this a lot. Why we do the drugs we do, and who you flirt with in life, you know, <laughs> what you flirt with in life, and how it affects you, and how it changes you. And uh, these drugs have been a clear tool of consciousness expansion for me, um, of human integration for me, of emotional purging unpacking and understanding for me um, and just general spiritual alignment they've been reflective tools um, shadow work tools um, this last experience is um, more of a positive that you know more of a trying to lay out more positive tracks for your brain to know how to ski down you know get yourself to these higher dimensions and higher places and as you come back down to earth try and integrate them and hold them Um, within your consciousness and keep these high frequencies up so that as we raise our frequency we don't just affect the people that we're romantic with or around all the time or working with but just literally you're part of the human consciousness and you're part of this planet and this country and humans in general and um, I think we all have a much more profound effect on everyone than we are aware of Mm. and it feels like a responsibility of mine I don't know if it's because of my Sagittarius North Node too I have this like traveling thing that I feel res- like responsible to be a psychonaut <laughs> mm. to kind of carve new territory and find yeah. new space and um, put myself through more times of fire, like spiritual cleansing, which a lot of this stuff feels like. Which I'm, I'm excited about the toad, obviously, and ayahuasca and um, big, yeah, big fire and energy. Both those uh, toad, especially chariots of fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, they're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, you want to? Cass, do you have? Do you want to say anything? Yeah, first of all, amen, aho, ai, whoop, whoop, ay, 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 because that was really good. <laughs> you brought down some good words just now. I just wanted to honor that and treat it like a prayer. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, the psychedelics have been incredibly humbling and healing period um i've gotten to know myself in a deeper way 
and gotten to appreciate this experience and of being human and I feel like it's like kind of such a gift that you can be a human and I can be Cass but then I can also be Cass on Molly and then Cass on Acid and not Cass more everything and like I don't know I kind of just want to like for somebody who's such a homebody, I like to like live the gamut of experiences possible and it like allows me to do that from the comfort of like usually, you know, not having to travel far and which is very valuable right now when inflation's high, you know, let's go psychedelic exploring. Um, but it's gotten me like closer with my friends and my lovers and myself and I think that's... Um, had me have a better relationship with art and music and appreciating the range of experiences that people have you know that are different than my own you know like astrology it's like a compassionate inducer Mm -hmm. and we're all here together and you know learning at least for me like I always want to know like what is going on why why is it like this what like why are we like this and kind of just like getting to this place where I've recognized that like our mission here at least maybe not necessarily even my individual mission but like what we can do as humans is like sing each other sweet songs to let each other know it's okay to be here you know and that it's safe to be here and the better I understand what's going on for people the better I feel like I can be mindful of like what I can do and like let people know it's like we're safe here it's safe you know we're chill you know and that's what I want to do more of. Mm. Thanks to psychedelics. Mm. Mm. It's why you paint those fluffy, a- cute animals. Mm-hmm. You know, just showing how safe it is. Cute eyes. Well, it's just that, like it's all good. It's okay. You know, I it's think sometimes good. it's easy to forget that it's okay. Yeah, we get very in the judging mind. Yeah. Um, that that is definitely one of the things psychedelics consistently seem to strip away. You know. <clears throat> the judging mind like i like sometimes when i take acid or that definitely this 2cb i was like i'm funnier than i normally can be even because it, it takes away a layer of judgment where i'm not like laughing at things i'm like laughing with them and i'm in them in a way that i can like pull out punchlines that i wouldn't normally even be able to see or have accent access to if that makes sense but um yeah that was beautiful what about you shawnee um, well, I'm just going to add on to what both of you guys said, because I agree with both those, uh, sentiments and, um, yeah, I mean, it's, sh- it, it, psychedelics have shown me who I am in a lot of ways and shown me uh, when I, when I say we're living a psychedelic life, I mean, um, I don't even, I'm not even talking about drugs at that point. I'm talking about endless possibilities. I think that's what psychedelics represent to me. And, um, we're we're all raised in a country where uh the veil is getting thicker you know and your indoctrination is coming from so many different angles and just trying to uh, constrict you and constrict what you're all about and it takes a lot to uh to see through all that and, and to stand up for yourself and to uh start to do the right thing for your body and for your community and people I think if it weren't for psychedelics, I wouldn't really um, be able to tap into kind of those those deeper waters of connection and commitment to being a human that I think uh, 
really mushrooms showed me to begin with and everything else has just expanded off since but um you know i think every major change in our life in our relationship in my life and my spiritual growth has been precipitated by a trip usually uh that's that's the way things get knocked loose stuff i wouldn't have otherwise um even known mm. you know so i just try to honor them and respect them and i know that there's certain things i've i've done enough dancing with and there's certain things that like would probably have more work to do with and i want to be responsible so i could take these things throughout my life and especially like it's it's one of the reasons like mayor started off saying like that we even have discipline being in the in the the business of pleasure is like have the discipline do the exercise eat right get your sleep drink lots of fucking water <laughs> so that you can go and do these experiences and go to higher realms and not feel so trashed afterwards that you can't integrate it so um it, it has brought a lot of discipline into my life like i want to be able to receive without having to even take that stuff so in order to do that you need to have like a kind of a clear vessel so, um, yeah, all this stuff has just been, I, I want to be able to keep doing it. And right now our bodies are young and can handle it. And I want to keep my body being able to handle it for as long as possible. Cause I know there probably gets an age when your body would hate acid. Sometimes I think I've done a little too much acid for one person's lifetime. I was just thinking that today. I was like, I think that may be why some of I have some of the problems I have, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, um <coughs> Yeah, and I like I didn't always come to psychedelics holier than thou either. Like I came to them through just being a total escape artist maniac who didn't want to be part of the earthly reality because it. I felt very mm, tortured by it, and psychedelics, without me consenting, <laughs> unpacked my victimhood and showed me that all of my suffering, even though there are external things in my life that were really difficult was a choice and there were other things that came to me in, in, in different times like the Tao Pu that book when I got sent away that really cracked my consciousness too about like just choosing to be happy in the face of bullshit is kind of like the most extreme form of rebellion you could do and I'm such a rebellious child I really needed to have that be a part of my identity um, and once that was a part of my identity uh, exploration became a part of my identity because uh, just like you were saying I was aware that there was so much I needed to unpack. Mm. <clears throat> so much being programmed into me that I needed to not be in alignment with anymore to not have the suffering that I was having, but also not cause suffering. Well, yeah. It, the, uh, they, they feel like um, a really fun and delightful antidote to, uh, to the programming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a deprogramming and it's like kind of made me this like crazy optimist like <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. midst of like what's going on right yeah. now with women's rights and, yes. and I understand that this is like going to hurt a lot of people and I'm not naive about that, but yeah. there is part of me that finds solace in thinking like okay, this is a pendulum and we're getting like the women that I respect in this world are are saying like what was it? Decolonize. Um, birth rights, yeah, or birth, birth care, yeah. Yeah, birth care, because we do, as women, need to just look out more for ourselves. Like, the government's not going to save us. And, and given how the high high rate of infant uh, mother mortality and 
um, maybe even that there are safer ways to do an abortion then that are more herbal and a way to earlier detect that you're pregnant and and getting and the necessity to be more in touch with your body and in touch with your community so that you can offer safe pathways and resources towards um, women healthcare, women's healthcare um, could be a good thing for uh, as a whole, you know, and definitely, I guess that's where like the deprogramming helps keep you stupidly optimistic. Maybe I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, but it keeps you zoomed out. Zoomed yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, shows you it's the neptune energy it shows you reality beyond beyond what you can see and beyond the bounds of what are already there because that is the realer reality Mm -hmm. anything is possible Mm -hmm. Um, and i think you're able to tap into states where synchronicities happen on a faster level and it seems like you're more in control of your reality because you're more aware of how your hope is directly correlated to the way that things go Mm. yes you know and your outlook and that's really hard to hold on to in times like this like it is doom and fucking gloom right now on a lot of different levels externally yeah um and i do think psychedelics have helped hold what sometimes is delusional optimism but ultimately always beneficial optimism there's mm-hmm. a certain it's never level not a good idea yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like a certain level of responsibility of like yes yeah you gotta hold up the good timeline yeah or like, we're all gonna come crashing down exactly. to the bad one <laughs> somebody's gotta hold the torch and that, yeah that this is like a life of your creation in a lot of ways yes absolutely and uh yeah, you realize you get to choose your own adventure once you start taking acid. Yeah, because what we have power mm. over is, like, Sean always likes to say, like, you got to change the lens, not the landscape, you know? Right. Well, you can't change the landscape. I mean, that takes time. <laughs> that really <laughs> takes time. It takes man. expert mode that w- you're not going to get just on psychedelics. Yeah, so you got to change the lens. The, the lens takes time to change, too. Totally. And finding the right one so you can kind of um, see the reality that makes you want to stay here in your body <laughs> you know what yes. i mean yeah and and uh i don't know it, it i think it takes a lot of failures to get there and i feel like the psychedelics kind of introduce a, a layer of forgiveness that allow you to do that allow you to navigate life and know that there's going to be successes and failures and it's okay and that the, that, that the failures are their own successes you know and that, that they're shaping you and and shaping you like leading you on a path so yeah it, it reveals the non-randomness of life Mm -hmm. which is why people that start taking psychedelics usually become spiritual even if they weren't spiritual at all before because the connectedness of everything becomes so blatantly apparent Mm. yeah Mm. you know nothing nothing about your karma will feel like a mistake the more that you take them you know you start to understand well you're experiencing your karma just how deserving you are all the time and it is live baby (laughs) real time (laughs) time. (laughs) the the karmic predicament you're in you're like you get to tangibly interface with it Mm -hmm. in every interaction Mm -hmm. which is pretty wild (laughs) you know and like i used to be much more extreme when i first started taking acid because i was like kind of naive to my karma a little bit more (laughs) yeah and now that i'm like kind of more aware it's like it's more fun right like i can have a little bit more fun with it yeah yeah and and for for people that uh might not have even thought about this karma to me is just balance it's um karma is literally a seed and everything that you do here on this plane you're planting a seed and will grow and will grow to bear fruit and uh, you want it to be sweet like these strawberries not rotted at the core so you try to plant good seeds and sow good seeds. You get what you give, baby. You get what you <laughs> give. Yeah. Yeah, and like the Bible says and old astrology says, 
I'll give you a day for a year. And I think that's true. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you start on the spiritual journey and it all becomes about, oh, I got to think all the good thoughts too and not just say the good things. And it's all about like alignment, you know, um, congruency across the board. Yep. Yeah. And and that's why, that's when it becomes funny. Like that's when the whole thing becomes hilarious because you see yourself fall out of alignment Mm -hmm. and you pay the price yet again. (laughs) Like you had normalized your whole life, but weren't really tapped into. Yeah. And now you're tapped into it and you see yourself make the same old mistakes again and again. Yeah. And then maybe one of those times you switch the pathway. Yeah. It's like skiing a new path on the mountain. Yeah. And at first it's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? (laughs) What the fuck is, what am I doing? Is this okay? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is what it's fucking actually all about. Yeah, it's neuroplasticity in action. And mm-hmm. it might not always be pretty, but once you know that there's a pathway, you can you can uh, put some grease on the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why these drugs are important is to show people new pathways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, advanced possibilities. Yeah. And because of the intention we have as soon as stuff does seem to affect us negatively it's so or has any sort of diminished returns or dependency or codependency with it it's so easy for us to cut it out because everything is about aligning to expansion and if something isn't is misaligning us to that it's an easy yeah oh yeah letting go you know that's why i like psychedelics as like my favorite ally i think you Mm. know there's certain drugs that don't seem to have your back as much (laughs) <laughs> or they they really want to have your back. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or yeah, they're jealous they need bitches. You to need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't feel like with psychedelics I got to get my fix. Like right. Definitely I, not. Oh my yeah. You're kind of like even this many times I don't go into acid confidently. I humbly like all right. Best approach to any of this stuff. <laughs> See is, what happens. You know, get humbled or be humbled. It seems like right. What like, is uh what it um. Who says, what's his, uh, Abdi Asadi, uh, who we had on the (laughs) podcast would say, if you're not shitting yourself, you're bullshitting yourself. Oh yeah. When it comes to like ayahuasca and stuff like that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because it, because, um, you know, all this stuff and that's, we we should preface this whole thing. It's like, we love confrontation. We're not in this for comfort necessarily, given the, the life path we've all chosen. Um, so, you know. I'm here for it. Like these are, these aren't, um, drugs to make your experience more comfortable. I don't think. No, they're the opposite of dollars. Yeah. And suppressants. They're absolutely very confrontational. Uh, Where are you at? Yeah. (laughs) Well, what happens is like, you take this thing. You thought you were here, did you? You take this thing and all of a sudden your life goes on to expert mode. And you're like, fuck, I suck at this. And then after a while, you you catch up to that, you know. You you can live up to that that vision that you have for yourself. You hold those ideals as like you're hot in in the highest form of your life. Yeah, yeah. It gives you new ideals too. That's a good another little. Well, for like to the point where I'm like, did I even have them before? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did I have guiding principles in my life, or did I just have a bunch of stuff I wanted? Yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? Did I have guiding principles because? just wanting stuff is not guiding principles actually you know the the way you might go about getting those things might be completely misaligned with who you really are so and 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 likewise if you're following your guiding principles you might not even want those things anymore so 
it tapped me into uh, something much deeper that was at play that um, I've found, and this has become my religion, the more I honor, the more I serve the muse and chase the muse, I've found, uh, the more the rewards are in this life. And the rewards come in the form of uh, connectivity and um, service, constantly be ca- being called into new forms of service and new ways to show up in this experience, in this ever-changing world, you know? You said it made you know who you are. Who, yeah. how, who did you find out you are? I ain't shit. <laughs> it's no big deal. Word. Like, you know what I mean? Word. And it's no, it's no big deal. Like, yeah. It's okay. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just passing through. Yeah. Um and you know, I I guess I can convince myself I can leave a little mark on this place, but the best way to leave a mark on this place is just kind of by being nice while I do whatever I have to do here. It really doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, so much of life and art is approach. Yeah. We think it's technique, but approach supersedes everything. Yeah. And you, it's a, just a part of the karma. You'll get, you get what you give, no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get your approach back reflected to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're approaching it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and an awareness of that, and an awareness that I am just a point of awareness. Yeah. Um, it it calms me down, and um, believe it or not, it helps me be more in harmony with this earth, and it takes me out of a, a dominator mindset. And I think that's what's helped me and my family and our relationships the most, right? You know, that's the thing that's that's changed about me the most. I went from more of a, I got to go get mine, dominator mindset to like, how do I live more in harmony with things and kind of see my art as the symptoms of me living in more harmony with things? Yeah. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of other ways to expand your consciousness and be confrontational with life. And yeah, I th- I, th- <coughs> I would just throw out there um, your current practice of making music and exploring that realm and trying Absolutely. to pull things back is a way of my practice of uh, running. It's Def- insane. Definitely. The repetition of doing the thing at the same time every yeah. day, and, you know. Yeah, our relationship. Um, well, so I was going to say my practice. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll expand you. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's the one thing that puts all the fucking psychedelics and everything to shame. You know, I would say psychedelics are my religion, but really it's it's this relationship. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the behemoth. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, our relationships are so wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll bend you and break you fucking much worse than any drug can. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Drugs wear off, you know. Some shit fucking yeah. goes down in relationships really doesn't. And, and some people are like acid and some people are like mushrooms and some people are like cocaine. You shouldn't have them in your life. Yeah. They <laughs> need you to need them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We have diminishing returns. <laughs> I, I try to just be like that kind bud. You yeah. Know? Yeah, definitely. That shit that you're just like, I need to wake and bake that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, man. Just out here talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we knew more herbologists because I do think herbs are another really cool way to 
expand and commune and mm. conversate. Even just different teas. I had a chamomile tea the other day. It hit me like a freight train. I was like, woo, you, you, I'm you, relaxed. You, yeah, you're, very, <laughs> you're so sensitive right now. Though, you know? <laughs> Like, like, like you see, like, like my dad is so he's bombarding his system with coffee and kratom and nicotine and loud TV all day. Cream soda. Cream soda. So it's it's like there's so much like that, like a chamomile tea (laughs) would not like, like I go to give him a microdose to try to calm it down and he needs to take like five of them to feel feel even the slightest, you know? So it's, I think it's good though to, um, to, to do like dopamine fasts and and try to just like kind of figure out what works best for your system and the best things to eliminate and honestly the best is just not to be really super reliant on anything you know yeah i need weed but besides that i'm pretty good agua well yeah and my agua my agua needs to be drenched in sun yeah Mm -hmm. food oh yeah good food lots of things we need is your dad home do you want me to try to Wrap him into this. Wacky Jackie. He seems like he's there. I don't know. You want to pull him into this? I could. He could come say I hi could if he wants. I could. We could wrap it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be in the sun. Yeah, you're about to get it. My day has come. Yep. <laughs> it's my best. Uh, it's it's been one of my best disciplines this summer so far. Starting when we were in Abu Dhabi is. Uh, after running, lay in the sun for at least 20 minutes. Yeah, the sun is so wise. Yeah. It's got diamond starlight coats coming right to you. Yeah. Through the yeah. mind's eye. Kiss you, tell you you're special. Oh. Whew, that was it got me. I hit a blunt the other day. I mean, not hit a blunt. Of If you're going to hit a blunt, you're going to be smoking them all day, and that's what I did. And fuck, man, I'm so sensitive, man. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do it this summer because I know we're gonna get around these boys. I know and you're gonna get seduced. But yeah, but how do I do it? What what should I do? Just say no. Fuck. I don't know. Do you want to dance with the devil? Uh, nicotine is just such the the dumbest devil dance that I could do. Pug Come here. Come here, you crazy animal. Oh my god. Sometimes she steps on my balls. What's going on? What's going on? Does Jack want to be on here? He'll come say hello. Okay. Oh, come here. Pinnacle of genetic engineering right here. Yeah. Aw. There you are. I like when she's calm. Dogs are very psychedelic in their nature and how they ground you into earth and this realm and oh man make you appreciate the silliness in life and the levity because it's their oh, favorite yeah. day every day yeah that's that it, you can see like it changes katie's whole demeanor yeah you know you can tell she needs these these sweet little doggies around man mowgli when when uh when mowgli saw us taking drugs the other day or not even saw us he well, felt us yeah i could feel his feel whole me. his whole like uh this again yeah like like oh they just took something that they don't know what's gonna do to 
Yeah, he's very so disapproving. Funny. He's very straight edge, you know. He is Mowgli straight edge. He is. Check it. Will you sit right here? <laughs> he is straight edge. That's hilarious. <laughs> A little closer, right here. That video of the pit bulls after they ate edibles made me laugh so long oh, or so hard yesterday, oh. and it felt like Mowgli split into two dogs. <laughs> you know, like it's funny. One of them was having the time of their life, and then the other one struggling. Oh man, so cute. Hey, Daddy. Jaggy. Uh, Hi, guys. Hey. How's it going? Hi, how are you? We're voice doing good. Specialist. Yeah. Special air, you, I was going to You say, did our new voicemail. Oh, how do you like that? I love it. I think it's going to help business. As in, yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. That's the only yeah. reason Yeah. that I would try to interfere with your ongoing success. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Yes. My voicemail's gotten to him for years because it was a half-assed joke. Yeah. And then you re-recorded it for me, and it really brought us such pleasure. It's Good. perfect. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we love it. I'm glad to hear that. We love it. Glad to hear that. Yeah. And I'm glad to see, I don't know when Mare got up this morning to get up here, but... <laughs> she slithers in and out. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah, she, I was like, <laughs> is Mare, is the car, that maybe she went to the store? I don't... She went to the store I, for a I day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it finally got back to me that Mary went home. I was like, wow, how come is she mad at me or something? She didn't, <laughs> she didn't say goodbye. Like father, and, like and fun. I didn't get my husband. <laughs> yeah, like father, like fun. You, you guys know? are all over your just worrying sensitive. if I'm mad at you. Yes. <laughs> We're very, sensitive. Very sensitive, but um, <laughs> only to certain people that we care and love, you know. And uh, that includes everybody. <laughs> we love you all. Yeah. You know, and uh I'm quite proud of uh of Cass yeah. and Sean and Mayor for contributing to the success of Very A Productions. In particular <laughs> in particular Cass because she does all the office work, opens the envelopes, MVP. pays the bill, much like my wife. Yes. Um my wife has uh is just very organized, knows where everything is, is constantly rearranging things. And, you know, I feel like such an idiot, you know, uh, you know, asking, oh, where is that folder? I told you three days ago, you know, and <laughs> they still have folders and stuff. Yeah. 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 We still have yeah. all that. The, the old stuff where you write down. Yeah. And um, yeah, Cass is organized. It keeps uh, it keeps the business on the tracks. It's powerhouse. Yeah. yeah, it keeps yeah. the business on the tracks. Yeah. And uh, with regards to the new voicemail, I think that <laughs> yeah. that would encourage people to call back or to leave a voicemail. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think people can and hear that I voicemail know, and just give us the job. And I know Cass <laughs> is not gonna like slow down. She's gonna get right back to those people. Yeah. And that's the thing you want. Absolutely. You want Cass's voice. Yeah. And Definitely. I've heard her. I've seen her in action before. She knows what's going down. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trips arranged. That's done. I mean, yeah. she does everything. And I'm very, very, well, I love her. Yeah. You know? I love her. And I love Mare, too. Mare's a new... <laughs> Love's a new member of the family. I mean, love. She fits right in. Yes, Mare's a new member of the family. And, um... Mare and uh, Mosby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mosby is, uh... <laughs> is, uh 
quite quite a beast, and, um, <laughs> but a gentle beast, like a gentle giant. Yeah. You know, yeah. Gentle giant. Yeah. Did you ever, uh, by the way, um, know about that group called Gentle Giant? No. I thought you were about to talk about Three Dog Night. No, Gentle Giant. I, I haven't heard them yet. I might have heard them, but I don't have any of their records. I don't know. Yeah. Not that I know of. Gentle Giant. When I said that, it clicked in my mind that we used to be into Gentle Giant. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. We're and gonna I know to. you're the kind of guy that's going to go find out. Oh, yeah. You know, what's, what's, who are these people? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you, you've turned me on to all the music that the people that listen to us and that are on our Patreon listen to our radio show, and all of it comes from you and the roots, you know? Yeah. The music that I grew up hearing in the car. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Eric Clapton, Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, my Jackson God. Brown, Jackson Mountain. Jackson Brown, Mountain. You know? Yeah. All just the classics. Yeah. Great. Yeah, absolutely. The best stuff, Elton John. And I'm I'm so glad that I got you to uh, uh, probably more ball games, pro ball games and concerts, but we went to some pretty good concerts together. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, you El took me. Elton John, Eric Clapton yeah. at Shea Stadium. That was awesome. When it was city, when it was before it was City Field. Yeah, that was incredible. That was cool. And then I remember uh, I and won. It was no, and there was no um, changing of the consciousness. Uh, I was No, you were I sober. Was, I was quite sober. Yeah. Uh, and, and helping people. That was my job. Yeah. And... Um, it's uh, proven out to be uh, pretty. Uh, I'm I'm glad I'm alive. Yeah. Um, because I'm seeing things progress, and I'm 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 loving who you're loving. Yeah. And opening my heart to you know my heart's open to the next door neighbor who you know. Yeah, fucks with hates us. my guts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You uh, just remain open-hearted and yeah. just try to be a good guy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do. <coughs> yeah. That's what I do, and I, um, I, I thank you for putting the headphones on me and uh, letting yeah. me. I mean, the people are curious of how you're doing. You know, that your your the podcast we did with you is one of our biggest hits. <laughs> you know, and that was just the tip you're of the iceberg. You're such a bullshit artist, man. <laughs> He's not. It's, it's not a lie. No, oh. it is. It's a big hit. I we am a bullshit it. artist, but not about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cass opens up the door and then you step in. Yep. And exactly. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Well, the one with the key mm -hmm. knows. Yeah. Knows. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I would take her advice, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, wherever it is. Jack, go to Ukraine, get an AK. <laughs> Come and on. No. Protect it's your never liberty. Never going to be Cass's advice. No. Protect our liberty. <laughs> no. You know? I I I have no intention. <laughs> Trust me. Um, and some of my political viewpoints have <laughs> have, have have changed <laughs> have changed a little bit because of some of the things you say eloquently that I can't deny. Yeah. You know, like really, what's going on? You know. Yes. Yeah. It's, Sounds it's rebel angel. It's yeah. scary. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just try to call it as it is. And I don't have a, a dog in the political race. I, I know that they're all trying to fuck us. So. You have a dog in the freedom race. Yes, that very much so. America. That, that's why I'm a, more of a psychedelic advocate. And 
big advocate for for cannabis. I think not only should we have Medicare for all, but I think we should have cannabis for all. Be the you president know? of your own government. Yeah, become ungovernable by this thing, and which we're all going to start doing now. Untaxable. Untaxable. That's the Church of Chill. Untaxable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'm looking forward to the Church of Chill getting off to a proper start. Yeah. And it's going to yeah. be ups and downs. But <laughs> yeah. the the whole idea behind it, I know this, is um, to let anyone know that they are welcome. Buddhist, Muslim, Krishna... Satanists. Uh, Christians, <laughs> uh, Confucius, uh, all of the all the masters that yeah. have walked the earth, you guys have opened your hearts and your minds <laughs> to what they're talking about. They're and all the same thing, right? The truth, all the same thing. Yeah, they're just human embodiments of the truth. Correct. And they're able to live in alignment. And yeah. uh, you pretty much like Jesus. You always look like a revolutionary if you're living in alignment with the truth. You yeah. Know? Especially in capitalism. And yeah. Jesus was a revolutionary. And Yo, uh, yeah. a lot of that gets taken away from him. A lot of that gets taken away from Bob Dylan and Bob Marley. And, yeah. you know, these voices, we, we whitewash them. We yeah. whitewash because their message, the truth, is, is too much. It's yeah. too much. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're open to it all. I, I think everybody has that in them. Everyone, I mean, Mare and I were just talking about this it this could, week. If, we all if have Jesus. their minds were open, it could, it could change some of our relatives, some of the relatives that we have, their minds. Well, what you have to, to change their minds and your our relatives are, are uh, like Fox News right-wingers. I think the way yeah. to change their mind is to not embody uh, the exact thing that they've been programmed to hate, which is a, a, just a paint-by-numbers liberal. Yeah. You have to be higher than that. Then they'll listen to you because yeah. then, then you're speaking the truth, yeah. not just not just the counterpoints you've been fed through the news. Yeah. Or... So, yeah. They'll listen to you when that one particular law they weren't in favor of passes. Yeah. And it affects their lives. Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, you people know. have been voting uh, against their own self-interests since yeah. the beginning of all this stuff. So, yeah, there's a way to influence people and there, there's a way to uh, have people come to a higher place. But it's not by playing the games that have been laid out for us, it seems. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you guys see through it. Yeah, so it's good. It's a real pleasure to thank you for having me aboard here. Yeah, thanks for joining. We just yeah. wanted you to say hi real quick and yeah, uh, hi real quick. Yeah, we're gonna have you. We'll have you on a more proper episode, but it just only felt right. We see you walking around in there. We know you want to have a smoke, so we're like, let's yeah. get him in here. Yeah, you know. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and um, uh, book mayor for reading. Yeah, go listen to my music on SoundCloud, too. Yes, listen to Mare, Mare, the Mare the Artist, M-A-R-E, The Artist, on SoundCloud. Listen to her music and um, book her for a reading uh, before she gets completely booked up, because that will be a thing. And uh, just keep us in your hearts. That's all we ask. <laughs> hold Sean, it, hold if, it. You, if you really don't think that you're in my heart, <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, we got to sit down and talk. <laughs> Just keep us in your hearts. But yeah, hold the torch, everybody. Yes. For the good timelines. Yeah. Hold yeah. the torch for people that can't. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's got yeah. to get better. It's going to get and better. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, Peace, love, and magic. We've been, um, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, 
hard to hard to say, and I don't know if I really mean it from the bottom of my heart, but the the okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Aaron, I know was a blessing. Yeah. And Caitlin, who still exists, is a blessing. Oh, of course, she keeps our family together. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been doing good. And I think that's a good thing to report and a good thing yes. to report from the, the best yeah. timeline that we're having right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're all together and Katie's still here and she's Katie's so, I see her right there doing a puzzle. Yeah, she's <laughs> so compliant. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like she's an vacation time, blood draw time. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Stuff she has to go through medically. It's Brain insane. surgery. Yeah. She doesn't complain. She no. just does it. No. Uh, and she always has a smile on her face. And it's beautiful. You know? yeah. She's an angel. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We oh, got you're it. We're welcome. Got... Thank you for having me. Love you me. guys. Peace, love, and magic. Ah. <laughs>